Are you building a green business that works for you and for the planet? Season 3 of Where Ideas Launch walks you through the process of ideating, creating, developing and scaling a green idea from start to success. I leverage my experience along with the experts and micro-entrepreneurs running green business models today. Join us for this short series of 16 episodes of Positive Business Impact for Change. Today, we have a previous guest, Howard Gunstock, coming back to talk to us about the journey he's been on with Carbon Capture. Howard, welcome to the show once again. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on the on the show. It's really good to be here. And Howard, I know that we, we kicked something off when we had this podcast back in October. You were just beginning to launch some of your products like your Ocean Care Bonds, etc. You were just getting loud on social media, really starting to pick up the followers. And since, since we've had that episode, it's actually been the second most downloaded episode. You are about six people away from being the top downloaded episode, but you were gaining on the leader so tell us about your journey since the last podcast my friend it's really interesting um when we started to when, when me and you first started talking about this carbon capture was an embryonic idea that something that we're thinking about doing and as you said when we we launched uh, social in on, on our socials really back in october and that was that was a strategic move that was designed to build up our portfolio of uh, potential customers and people and our base and there was a, the reason why it was a strategic move was this to become effective kelp farmers we're going to need to form alliances with businesses that already do kelp farming you know because i am not your atypical kelp farmer <laughs> and and what we want to try to do is have these alliances and um, i had a conversation with a a kelp farmer a few months ago a european player and, and actually the reason why we did our stuff in, in, in October and November was purely part of this conversation. And he said, and he was saying to me, how can you develop all these farms? How are you going to do all these things? And I said, well, we're going to have joint ventures and partnerships. And he said, well, why did you need to do this thing with carbon capture? And I said, okay, well, this was it. If I came to you six, six months ago and said, hey, I want to have a kelp farm, you would say to me, no, uh, I'm not going to give you any of my license. Why would I half my profits? And effectively, that's what he would be doing. But then if I come to you and say, hey, I've got carbon capture. This is my brand. These are the things. These are the products that I'm going to do. These are the people that follow us. I've then got some leverage to have a conversation with you about being able to help build on your business rather than remove some quality to your business. And that's really what we want to do. We want to take a collaborative approach. And to do that, we've we've taken an approach that we're going to build our brand first. We're going to gain buy into what we're doing. We're going to get a groundswell of support and then move it forward. Uh, and that was a really powerful piece for us to, to, to try to achieve. Just the fact that I had that conversation with that, with that kelp farmer was kind of like a seminal moment. You know, like I've achieved a little bit of what I wanted to do in being a disruptor in the aquaculture industry. So that was fascinating. The other things that we've been doing is testing out some of our hypotheses. So I think you, you briefly mentioned or alluded to ocean carabons. So that's that was really the first the first milestone. And that came about from the original idea of carbon capture, which was are people prepared to put a higher power on the regenerative power of nature? Are they prepared to invest in nature-based solutions and ocean-based nature-based solutions? So we were meant to have ocean carabons in uh, at the beginning of December. 
I, I massively underestimated how difficult it is to mobilize a part-time team. The only full-time, really the full-time person in the team is me and my business partner who does an incredible, big shout out to Dave Walker-Nex, who does an incredible job of, uh, of managing two jobs, managing his actual job and then his carbon capture job. So we tested out Ocean Carer Bonds back in the, the end of December. So it was meant to be for Christmas, but we managed to get it out on the 27th. So we missed the Christmas bump. And what we were doing were, in effect, selling advanced sales on kelp we haven't and farms we haven't got in the water yet. And to see if people prepared to put a higher price on this thing. And thanks to also thanks to the wonderful team at Alpha Geeks who put together a brilliant, uh, uh, brilliant digital campaign for us. And, and also Katie Nuttall from uh, uh, from Studio Nimble. Amazing uh, content that she produced. But we we sold out of our Ocean Care Bonds in 20 days. Um, there, there, so it was a, an advanced sale, not in the water really trying to capture the imagination 20 days and i'm like okay that's that's pretty cool but then what i really wanted to find out was what button had i pressed because <laughs> it was we, we had this great campaign and we thought we knew what we were doing but actually in real terms we didn't know what button we pressed to our customers so i set about so all, all the customers that said they were okay with us contacting them for marketing purposes, we contacted them. And what was really interesting was the feedback that we got from the customers. And the first thing was that people are really bored of trees. I just didn't realize that was a thing, but people are really bored of investing in trees. The second thing that was really interesting was that the people really did want to have buy-in to something that was nature based uh the regenerative power of nature and people really care for the ocean like super super care for the ocean and it's and it's health i think there is a a, a growing consensus of understanding that actually as a species we, we you know we are derived from the ocean i know we came from we came from apes and chimps but before that you know the evolutionary processes we we, we came from the water and and being able to sort of know that all life came from from the oceans means we sh really should be taking more care of the ocean and the final marker was people wanted practical ways to engage in the topic climate change as a topic is really abstract but if you take away the trees it's a really abstract topic you can ask people what it is and there really is a massive swing in understanding and in part that's our job at carbon capture to to help people understand interpret it, uh, the, the the problem in practical real terms but actually having tangible products and services practical ways that you can engage makes people feel like they're contributing to solving the problem and we all know, uh, well, I say we all know, I think it's, I think, I, I think it's a known fact that groundswell people power is the reason why change happens. And I can, you know, I hold those markers to Sir Tom Moore and Marcus Rashford, you know, clear leader, uh, you know, directive leadership, a clear call to action was, is all that it takes. And actually when you do that effectively and you've got your marketing on point, you can you can have some re real meaningful impact. That's amazing. I, I I just let you talk. I didn't want to interrupt you because I, I think it's <laughs> been such a fascinating journey that you've been on. I wanna I wanna get into to some of the challenges now because I know that you have you have built 
this groundswell of support that you talk about, there is a movement behind you. There's definitely energy behind the brand of Carbon Capture and it's exciting. Like people are excited to, to hear about you. Tell me about some of the challenges that you're currently facing in the scaling journey of, of what you're trying to build. Yeah, um, so there, there are numerous challenges. One, um, I think this is the one that everyone has, uh, getting, getting the investment in. So we, we, we've taken a really long time to get our stuff together. Um, aside from the ocean care bonds, which was relatively clear, the challenge is when you're talking about creating carbon negative products and services and ecosystem services, that's even more abstract for some people than climate change. I mean, at least it's a word that's banded around. And when you're right at the edge of, or the cutting edge of climate change activities, what you tend to find is that your thinking is a little bit more nuanced to, 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 to the vast majority of the population. So you've got to dial it back. Uh, and so being able to describe our products and services clearly in an unambiguous way has been singly the biggest challenge that I've had to that I've ever had to do because not only are you describing it you're also then having to quantify it financially and that is something that goes into your PL and that's what your investors want to know about and you've got to be able to talk to it um, in the sense of what does this actual mean in practical terms so that's been a massive challenge for the company one that I'm delighted to say um, we are now over touch wood we have our pitch deck together. We have our PL together. We know what we're talking about with our products and services. And in the last two weeks, we've started to actually announce some of our um, partnerships and alliances. There's more. There's two or three more to come. I'm extremely grateful, by the way, um, for your support as well uh, with, with with our with our hackathon, which I'm sure we'll come on to in a bit. But been. It's been a really great opportunity for, for us to test out our thinking. I mean, it's, it's not been easy. And certainly, um, there's a lot of money in the swear jar. Yeah, there's a massive amount. Yeah, that's going to go to charity. Um, but, but yeah, we, we, we've got there. And it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a pleasure working with my team, to be fair, because yeah. they've challenged me uh, appropriately to be able to get to where we are. So now we have, um, we have our sponsorship packages, which is really a great little thing. Uh, we have our consumer products that we're going to be producing when we get to the end of, uh, when we get to having biomass. We're going to have our, our corporate offerings as well for that. Um, and we're mainly operating in animal feed, fertilizer, uh, soil stimulants and biochar, um, which are fantastic. But the idea of being able to sponsor our, our activities is the thing that really will be will help organizations align to you know the strategy of, of ocean health and regenerative the regenerative power of nature it's interesting because i i currently participate and volunteer for a steering group with the hampshire chamber around net zero and typically the conversation doesn't come to this regenerative side. There's a lot of talk about cleaner energy and there's a lot of talk about um, what are we doing to, to build back better, to reduce the use of, of toxic things and plastics, etc. But there's not a lot of talk about cleaning up what we've already put into the atmosphere, which is essentially where carbon capture has positioned itself. Yeah. Um, you know, we are we are the wombles of uh, of aquaculture. Um, we are, we're going to try and be clean, cleaning up the, the the everyday things that people leave behind. 
there's a there's a lot of words buzzwords and that, that seem to come along so first off regenerative all that it means is it's the, the next stage on from sustaining what we've got so everyone has most businesses have a sustainability project and what's really become apparent when you're at this when i'm at my side of it i'm, I'm not talking about uh, any other perspective but i'm just saying from my side sustaining what we've got it's only good if everyone participates in sustaining what we've got. In effect, sustainability in, the, in its current form is like communism. It works in theory, but unless everyone's on board and does exactly the same thing, then what you're going to get is some sustainability having more power than other sustainability. And, and, this, and this piece that says that the bigger players will only sustain what is essential. Um, rather than what they're trying to do. And then there'll be other people who will try to be more sustainable and become more righteous and pious and all, all that sort of stuff. That's not what we're on about. Um, we're on about being able to, in effect, be, 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 be climate positive, good for the environment. And regenerative, the regenerative power of nature is in nature. You know, we have, uh, 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 it's perennial, you know, everything. It will turn around, you know, there'll be a new new season, a new summer, a new a, a new harvest, a new crop, and we can play with that. I mean, genuinely geoengineer that to our advantage. It seems so mind-numbingly obvious, like soul-crushingly obvious, that we've had this power all along, and no one's gone. Oh. That's something we could, or if they have, it's only been a passing thought. Why is no one else taking this and running with it so fast? And, and, and I do understand what we're doing, you know, and what we, how effective we are as a company as we start off. We're, you know, we're going to be like trying to move water in a wheelbarrow. We know that some of the CO2 is going to go over the side here, there, and everywhere. Got that, 100%. But as we refine our skills and capabilities, we'll become more and more effective at removing bad elements from one location and moving it for the betterment of another. And, and that's what it's about. Balance. You know, as a, a species, we don't value nature because we've not been trained or programmed or, or, or the story isn't about that. The story is about the value of money and wealth and capitalism and consumerism. Yeah, consumerism. So then what you've got to be able to do is then train the the mind into two parts one is how i become more of a thoughtful person and two how do i then show that thoughtfulness in terms of our planet and that's to do with and that's led not exclusively and that's a sweeping statement it's it's led by those who have the most influence and those who have the most influence are those with money so those with money need to get on board with this idea because otherwise in you know and this is not my this is not my thinking but in 10 years time if we don't fix this really clearly in 10 years time the in gift is going to be personal breathing apparatus that's the in gift at christmas if we don't yeah. get our stuff together right now you know darth vader <laughs> you won't know you won't know you yeah. won't know that you're walking into 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 a carbon carbon dioxide pocket. You won't know you're walking into a hydrogen pocket or or a nitrogen pocket or a methane pocket. It will just be there. There's no 
Batman funny coloured smoke stuff going on, it will be the same colour as you're looking at now. It's completely you know, completely uh, invisible. And we will need to, we will, you know, that that's that's really what we're facing. Yeah. Um, past 10 years, you're going to be talking about complete breakdown of all, all chains. And when those, those ecosystems break down, it's not, they don't come back. Yeah. Um, so we have to do this now. What sustainably sustainability should be is about doing the right thing. Yes. Um, and what it's what it sh- and what we're what we're on about is doing more than the right thing. Businesses need to do more than the right thing because they haven't, and, and industry hasn't done the right thing for a really long time. It, a few have. A few have put the planet at the heart and they've been the outliers and thanks to them change is possible but the vast majority need to do more than the bare minimum and the bare minimum isn't one bear you know that's it's it's got to be it's got to be a lot so I want to move us now to fixing some of the challenges that you have so I know that you have just built this energy behind the hackathon that's coming up. I want you to share with my audience about the hackathon and how they can get involved. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. So it's re- one of the one of the really beautiful things about carbon capture and the way that we've positioned ourselves and the way that we are. We have got we've had so many uh, graduates, postgraduates, do- uh, you know, PhD students just literally give us their academic research in my inbox i have got something like 100 to 150 years worth of academic insight it's amazing and i'm massively grateful to those people for giving me their abstracts please don't give me any more any more information than the abstract i don't have the brain capacity to handle it but yeah anyone it's been it has been brilliant and it's really helped shape some of our thinking and our products and services so we're massively grateful and we understand that part of the reason that someone was giving us that was in the hope that maybe we could give them a job. And we're a small business. We don't have a lot of money. Um, So at the moment, we're not in that position. But that feeling of someone paying it forward to us is something that I feel is really important to our business. It feels like the right thing. If you're you're studying ecology or biology or sustainability or, or, or a related discipline, you're you're doing it because you have a passion for it it would be it's like a crime that you study the, those the, those the, the uh, stem uh, a stem uh, degree and then you go into a completely unrelated discipline in business or something else and all that knowledge that you've got isn't wasted but it's not channeled into a way that will benefit us as a society and that, that's something that's got me. And this whole um, lockdown and COVID-19 thing where opportunities for graduates has become more and more sparse has played on my mind massively um, and played on the team's mind. So the idea of the hackathon is that it actually solves a myriad of things. So we have some great ways of solving our business, our business problems. And these are ideas that have been thought of by a bunch of middle-aged people men women you know etc that have solved some things and, and okay we've got a handle on it but what we don't have is we don't have all of the ideas that come out from the from, from people who are right at the cutting edge so we're gonna we, our hackathon will solve a couple of 
business related problems that will either build on what we've already got or give us a completely new idea or potentially give us some stuff for the parking lot later on. Some great ideas are going to come out of it. But what we want to really do is we want to use that as a platform for good. So we're going to film it, we're going to stream it, uh, and we're going to sandwich some adverts in it. Uh, and we've got some we've got some amazing sponsors. So big shout out to you for offering to be a sponsor. Thank you very much. Also to Get Abstract, uh, Jabra, the Applied Negative Energy Center, and also Avery and Brown, who have done an amazing job on sort of helping our, our marketing. Thank you very, very, very much to all of our wonderful sponsors of our hackathon. So the idea is that we will film this uh, and then we're going to put people into groups of five and we were then going to advertise it to potential employers. So if you're looking to hire a graduate in a sustainability, uh, ecology, biology, marine, marine engineering field or any other related discipline, we're going to have 25 of the best graduates that we can find. Uh, and we're going to we're going to let them have an informal assessment center where we give them the problem. They uh, they showcase their soft skills, their communication skills, their presentation skills and problem solving skills. And you can look at it for free. We're not charging anything for it. And we do an introductory service to the right uh, to some of those graduates uh, on, uh, on behalf of the employer. That's also non costed, as in we're not going to charge anything for that because we want those companies that are looking at them to look at us as a company. We will, you know, we are also offering, you know, those people that are probably going to be looking at, possibly going to be looking at spon uh, poss potential sponsorship for some of our activities. But we're also using the hackathon to advertise to investors as well, people who may want to co-own a farm or invest in carbon capture. And we're going to try and put on this show, uh, this show of, you know, ideas and good stuff from people right at the cutting edge. You know, we're not talking about the policy and procedure of business. We're talking about practical applications to help people engage with climate change. Because what would be more powerful than helping a load of students who have a vested interest or ex-students have a vested interest in sustainability, getting themselves meaningful jobs in industries that value their skill set? That is such a powerful thing to be able to offer and i think we'll get some stuff out of it as well um but more importantly we get the chance to pay it forward um, yeah. and that really that fits in our ethical compass really well no wonderful thank you so much howard so just remind everyone again when your hackathon starts and how they can sign up the application window is still open um i found a lot of really great graduates but i'd like some more um please um employers uh you can uh, and you can all register by the way you so you can find us at um from carboncapture.org forward slash hackathon if you're not an employer graduate investor or sponsor you can you still watch it there's an eventbrite ticket link for that it's free um if you are then you just register an interest at the relevant uh, google doc that we've got we've got google docs for um for graduates we've got google docs for employers we've got google docs for investors to find out yeah to, to sort of uh, help people and we'll send you an invite and a link to the event and a hold the date and all that sort of stuff and then we're just going to stream it um on uh, on linkedin live we're going to stream it on on facebook on youtube um and we're just gonna just we're just gonna have a lot of fun with it so yeah perfect thank you so much howard for joining the show thank you so much for having me have a wonderful day cheers 
This episode was brought to you today by the EcoBusiness Growth Club by Catherine Ann Byam and by The Space Where Ideas Launch. The EcoBusiness Growth Club supports positive impact SMEs with coaching, know-how and community support toward achieving the impact and reach they set out to make. You can find out more by connecting with Where Ideas Launch on Instagram or following the hashtag Where Ideas Launch across all of your social media.